no helicopters have been procured for me to go to golf course. Thank you. I've never said he wasn't a great politician. I'm just saying he's a off. How'd you play out there today? Uh, well, I found the conditions challenging. Mostly, because there's no grass on the golf course. But, there never has been. I'm thinking about the swag bag, and I, I hope the swag bag. When you got three crevices on the green, your course is trash. What is going on? Welcome back, Beltway Golfer, episode 22. Alex Dixon here. This week's show is all about the Capital Long Drive Classic, which is going to be on the Golf Channel next week, December 17th, Thursday at 11 a.m., and Sunday, December 20th at 5 p.m. going to air twice on the Golf Channel. The Capital Long Drive Classic was an exhibition... Um, that was held and taped in late October and was really only thought of and, and created, as we, as we hear from one of the founders, Justin Harrison, um, in August. So it was put together pretty quick, quickly, uh, but it's an exhibition of, of long drivers, um, eight competitors, four men, four women, um, that happened right on the downtown mall, West Potomac Park, the old polo fields right on Ohio Drive, and the Washington Monuments right in the background and some of the angles. Um, so it was really, really unique. The first time this has ever happened, kind of people hitting long drives uh, right on the Capitol Mall. So it's going to be exciting to see it on, on TV. Um, so the three people we talked to in this episode, first is Justin Harrison. He is the founder of My Brother's Birdies. Tells us all about that. But um, the idea for this event um, was in large part his. And he's a really interesting guy, definitely kind of that, that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, so he's going to be an interesting guy to kind of just follow his career and, and see, what he, see what he's next. So I, I had a great time talking with him and kind of hear about the creation of My Brother's Birdies, the creation of, of this event, um, and kind of what makes him tick. Um, the second is the CEO of Events DC, Greg O'Dell, another really interesting guy. And Events DC is responsible um, and I think essentially manages Nationals Park, RFK, uh, the Sports and Entertainment Arena down in Southeast D.C. Um, I'm probably forgetting, you know, Carnegie Library, the, the Washington Convention Center, and, and I'm sure maybe a, a couple other venues. But, um, you know, he's responsible for pretty large budget. Uh, to put on some some events around town, and so we get to talk about him, about his his love of golf, and, and how uh, maybe they want to promote some more golf events around the city. So that's exciting. And so Events DC partnered with My Brother's Birdies uh, to produce this event, the Capital Long Drive Classic. Uh, the third person we speak with is one of the competitors and the only local competitor, Josh Jackson. He's an up and comer in the long drive world, um, but really interesting guy, hell of an athlete, former football player. Um, and he recently joined the Eisman Golf Academy with John Eisman, and so he's also an instructor out at Twin Lakes and Laurel Hill. So it was great to meet him and, and talk with him for a while. Um, so, yeah, so, so the, the event itself was put on in late October. Um, I got the privilege to go out and, and, and shoot a little bit of video, some not-so-great video, but took some pictures, and uh, it was great to see. It was my first time I've ever been to a long drive event in person, but because of the 2020 pandemic and everything going on 
uh, fans weren't allowed. So it was only about 30 or 40 members, uh, either friends of the folks putting it on, friends of the competitors, and some media that that got to uh, got to see it. Uh, which made it, I'm sure, a little bit unusual since the, you know, the clapping and cheering was, was a bit muted because it was such a small crowd. Um, and, and one of the interesting things, it was put on fairly quickly. So I did, at least that I didn't notice. There were no aerial shots. Um, so it's going it to be interesting to see how it plays on TV. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. I'm excited to see it. Um, this was very much a TV production. It was a competition. It was an exhibition. Um, but, you know, this was essentially made for TV. So there's some stop and starting uh, when you're there live watching it. So excited to see how the production is put together for, for an hour show on the Golf Channel. Um, and just to showcase DC and see, uh, see these guys bomb drives around the National Mall. It's unique, it's cool. Um, but one of the other interesting things that, that Justin gets into about the timing of this all that he, that he put together with, with Events DC is the World Long Drive Tour, which is owned by the Golf Channel, um, was put up for sale by them, and they effectively shut it down. I'm not 100% sure, but I think before the pandemic. And so if you go to the World Long Drive Tour website, you know, you get an error site not found. Um, so the Golf Channel effectively shut the whole thing down. Not sure exactly why. Why didn't they, why didn't they keep it going why they tr- while they tried to find a, a, a buyer for it? That I don't know. Um, but the timing of, of Justin and the team to put this together um, sounded maybe like it was ideal. And so Justin talks a little bit about um, that maybe there's some future events, long drive events that he might get involved with uh, to come since there, there, there's, a, there's a hole there on, on what the future of long drive competitions are because um, there's, there's no argument that they are popular and there's a place for them. It's just who's going to run it and, and what is it going to look like going forward. So a lot of interesting stuff. Um, but in any case, so, so that's it. So, uh, again, the, the, the two times it's going to be on the Golf Channel are Thursday, December 17th at 11 a.m., so kind of in, in, you know, in the morning, so set your, set your DVRs if you can't, if you're working. Uh, but then again on Sunday night, so Sunday, 5 p.m., December 20th, uh, it'll, be, it'll be showed again. It's going to be an hour show. So looking forward to it. But that's it. So, Justin Harrison, Greg O'Dell, Josh Jackson, here you go, episode 22. Enjoy. Justin Harrison, how are you? Good to meet you. Good to meet you. Yeah, man, absolutely. Thanks, Alex. Um, so, we are a week or two away from the, from the broadcast on the Golf Channel of the Capital Long Drive Classic. Congratulations. Thanks, man. It was, a, it was a quite a feat. You know, it was one of those things, a crazy idea that just materializes and, you know, you're kind of like, how the hell do we get here? Yeah, so yeah. we're we're gonna hear all about it. So yeah. so I'll, I'll, so thank you. I got I got to come out and kind of be a part of it. I'm not really a part of it, but it, it was because of the pandemic and COVID. It wasn't really open to to the general public and fans. So I was excited at the opportunity to come down, and take some pictures, and and meet some of the folks involved. But it was how long ago? What was the actual date? October twenty fourth was the actual date. Yeah. So it's a, almost a couple months ago now. Yeah. Um. So I want to hear all about the the you know where. How the the idea of the Cup of Long Drive Classic came about, yeah. but I want to hear about you. Um, you are what is it? so so. My brother's birdies mm-hmm. is is essentially like what, what, take us through it. What what is my brother's be? What is your role with my brother's birdies? What is my brother's birdies? And what is my brother's birdies' role in the Capital Long Drive Classic? Sure. Uh, so uh, I'm the founder of my brother's birdies. 
Uh, my Brother's Birdies has now evolved into its own 501c3 organization okay. with the mission of creating opportunities for kids from underrepresented communities okay. to uh, learn how to play golf, right, and develop life skills that will help them along the way, right? Part of this is because my, my hypothesis is that we're all a byproduct of uh, opportunities and exposures, right? Sure. You and I are talking today because of certain exposure opportunities we had that led us to this moment. Absolutely. And that, and that's the, that's a lot of times that's the make or break whether somebody has success or not, right? Mm -hmm. And for a lot of kids from underrepresented communities, they don't get those exposure opportunities. Absolutely. So if you take them, you know, at 12 and introduce them to the game of golf, who knows who they can meet along the way that might be able to give them a reference when they get to school or become a mentor or something. And then the other part, so that's in our My Brother's Birdies, it's, it's learning how to play golf. And then we developed a, a extracurricular program around financial literacy and STEM education, right? Because in addition to learning how to play, there's those soft skills. Sure. And those important life skills that we have to develop. That's going to, once we get in the door, that's going to help you, you know, it progress. And you focus on what age group? Uh, right, right now, the program is focused on 12 to 18. You know, so 12, 12 to 18 is when I could have used some financial literacy myself. Shit, I'm, so. I'm still learning at 37, right? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, That's exactly right. And, and, and part of that is, you know, I mean, I was fortunate enough to go to really good schools, and you know, I came from a good family. But you know, there was certain kids that knew more about money than you know than I did, right? Sure. And and you know, whether it's learning about stocks or you know, now we're going to cryptocurrency, yep. right? How to manage checkbooks, you know, debt and stuff, and that's important. How how are you doing? Is, are you in, like are you connected with schools or like how does how does a kid get involved with my brother, brother's birdies and then ha like are these classes like how does that work? Yeah, so so we're actually launching the first pilot program okay. uh, in twenty twenty one. Was the goal was to do it in twenty twenty, but then COVID shifted all that. Sure. Um, um, we we actually got our official five hundred one c three in in May, in May of this year okay. to start doing this, and so it's um, first T is our partner on the on the golf education part. Okay. Chase Bank gave us some funding towards building out these financial literacy uh, programs. Okay. And then right now we're talking to EverFi, the curriculum, you know, the curriculum platform oh, yeah, sure. to be like, you know, essentially doing virtual classes. Um, and then I was telling you today we were talking to SAP about direct uh, developing the STEM stuff. So it's actually like being built right now. Like, and in, in, in fortunate, the good part is the Capital Long Drive Classic is our national launch pad to kind of get this thing off the ground, right? Wow. Oh, see, I didn't realize that. I, I, I didn't. I thought it was the other way around. I thought my brother's birdies. The program had been for a while. And this was just like, hey, let's put together an event and, and, see, yeah. and get do some promotion. But really, this is this is the this event has been the launch pattern. Exactly. So 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 you ask like, how did my brother's birdies get started? So in 2019, you know, I had the idea of of doing a charity golf tournament mm -hmm. that was. And look, I was fortunate to play in a lot of the local tournaments and, and you know they all go towards great causes you know whether it's you know cancer research or something for the troops or what, whatever have you hospitals um, but I hadn't seen one that was done at a high-end level that was given back to uh, uh, communities of color right sure. and so I was like all right well you know I'm fortunate enough to know a lot of influential people in the city and like let's put this together and, and, and funny story so one day I, um, I went to City Swing where it's in sure. you know, City Swing yep. was down in on at the city center and I was Terry, Terry Cash. Terry she, was Cash. On, she was on the show. Terry Cash. Terry Cash is a friend, right? Yeah, so. so when she first opened, like I saw the the, the, the the thing, I was like, I wonder what that is, right? And so I one day I'm driving by, I was like, let me just go in there. Mm -hmm. And I walk in there and all my friends who I play basketball with in the mornings mm -hmm. is in there and they're during the middle of the day having like a little happy hour hitting golf balls. 
is Reggie Love, who used to work for the sure, Obama uh, administration. Yeah. Greg Odell was Blue Devil as well. Yeah, Duke Blue Devil. And all these guys in there, like, hitting balls and stuff. I'm like, what, what's going on here? First of all, you guys didn't give me an invite, so I'm insulted. And two, it was like, I didn't know all these guys wanted to play golf. And then, like, the idea came about, like, let's blend into this world of politics, business, sports, and entertainment. And to raise some money for the my brother's keeper. And again, through my relationship with Reggie and stuff, I knew, I knew some people to get that done. So we did it. In 2019, we had this charity golf tournament at TPC Potomac that raised money. And so at that time, that was My Brother's Keeper? That was my, it was My Brother's Birdie's Charity Golf Classic. Okay. That was raising money for My Brother's Keeper. Okay, got it. And so we did it in July of 2019. And then, you know, it was, it, we, 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 you know, we turned a profit enough to make a contribution and stuff. So, you know, people had a great time. And then, you know, I was like, was the, was your, where everything's headed now, was that even part of the idea then? Or was the idea then, let's just do a charity golf tournament? Well, to- let's just try to do a charity golf tournament. Oh, and then once we got out of, out of that, it was like, all right, well, let's like, you know, I saw some opportunities. We still have a partnership with my brother's keeper, but there was an opportunity to, instead of just doing fundraising, let's also create some programming that can run in parallel and in partnership with them. Okay. And they wanted to do more inside the golf world as well. So it was like, all right, well, let's go and create our own programming that can support the kids that are in My Brother's Keeper. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's how this all came together. Interesting. And then, you know, and then so the plan was in 2020, we were going to launch this this program that we were going to pilot in D.C. and then be able to go to, you know, their different uh, uh, charters, their chapters in Boston and Houston and Oakland, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Right. Um, but then COVID happened. Sure. Right. And then, you know, it kind of was like, all right, well, what are we going to do? And this is how we got to the origin of the Capital Long Drive Classic. So w- what are we going to do? Let's let's just organize a, a, a massive long drive event on the National Mall and try to get it on TV. So, so they're like, yeah, 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 right, right, right. right. Where, what was that conversation? Right, so, so I never forget the date. I have the date. It was August, August 10th. Uh, my, my friend Lawrence Ham, who's the uh, senior director of business development. So remember that date. You said earlier that it actually that the date of the event was October 24th? Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, we're looking at, that's, that's about 70 days or yeah. 75 days. October 10th, he sent me an email. He's like, August you, 10th. you got a minute. And, and I like called him and we talked and, and, and Lawrence and I, Lawrence was actually on my host committee for the My Brother's Birdies Charity Golf Classic okay. in 2019. And uh, he was like, hey, you know, we've got, we're trying to do something in golf, right? What do you think like we can do? And, and he saw what we did with the Charity Golf Tournament. And he was like, um, you think we'd do something in Long Drive? And I was like, yeah, like, let's see. Yeah, but it would, it would only be cool if we did it in like a fun place. Cause like, where are you going to get, you know, 400 yards of space here at East Potomac, right? Yeah. Or at Langston or at Rock Creek. It just doesn't exist. And so I was like, the only place you can do it is on the National Mall. So, and, and again, my background comes from doing wine and music festivals. Mm-hmm. So I know that, like, there's a scarcity of land where you can do large-scale events in D.C., right? That was one of the challenges. And you have a background of putting on events. Yeah, I have a background of putting, putting on events, right? So, so, uh, so he was like, all right, cool, I'll call you back. And then, like, he called me back the next day, and he's like, I think we can get the National Park Service to do this. Because they already had the precedent of doing the Landmark Festival. Sure. Okay. That was back in, like, 2017 or maybe longer than that, 15, okay. 14 or whatever. Okay. And he was like, I, th- I think I we can. I got an invite to that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big festival. They had Drake and, you know, all oh, these people here I'm in just, D.C. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. too old to know about it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> So, so the National Park Service, like, they, they had done, you know, and then MCC had a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I think we can do it. Yeah. 
you get the ball rolling and see what we're doing. So here's what I did. So I called, I sent a blind email to the World Long Drive Tour to see like, hey, we got this idea, you know, we're looking at opportunities to partner with you guys. Sure. Interesting enough, like through COVID, the World Long Drive, World Long Drive Tour was actually defunct. It was owned by the Golf Channel. It was owned by the Golf Channel. It yeah. was owned by NBC Sports. Yeah. And so there was a series of divestments, and unfortunately, like, they had to cancel the World Line Long Drive Tour. Did somebody answer your email? But somebody answered my e- email okay. from the Golf Channel. Okay. And it's got, and I got to actually send him a note. I just, I got to st- send <laughs> Reminder. him a Sticky, Reminder. Sticky note. Sticky note. Like, I'm, I'm, I got to send him a note and say thank you again. I've been thanking sure. him through this whole process. Andrew Nouvelle. He responded and he's like, hey, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, but I'm happy to help walk you through it. Mm. And he talked to me for an hour, kind of gave me, you know, the operation plan for how they did the World Long Drive Tour. Right. Gave me the names of all these players that, you know, you should reach out to. Oh, wow. Uh, again, August 10th. Right? right. So that's like a couple of days later, I got this, sending this email to him. And then he like gave me Maurice, um, Maurice's number, right? Yeah. Maurice Allen. He gave yeah. me Alexis. He gave me all the players to kind of reach out to. Alexis Belton. Alexis Belton. Mm-hmm. And you know, but but initially, the, what the idea was like, all right, well, let's use this as an opportunity to celebrate the diversity inclusion in the sport. Sure. And with my background, what I was doing with the kids mm-hmm. for my brother's keeper, yeah. let's introduce you know some component where we can do a clinic. Yeah. Right. And sure. something with the players. And so, uh, you know, first person I called was Maurice. He talked to me for two hours, kind of like, you he's know. He's a talker. I, he's, follow, I follow him on Instagram. He's, he's a, a talker. talker. <laughs> he's a talker. He's a talker. He's a talker. But, but like, in, but he'll, he'll go live on Instagram in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, he's, he's been through the, the ranks of the game and stuff like that. He's champion, you know, as, as well. And, and, you know, he's somebody who really cares about increasing the diversity in the game of golf, right? Sure. And so he and I bonded off of that. And, you know, he was my first yes. Okay. And then he was like, all right, I'll give you Alexis' number. Okay. And then, like, essentially, I just, I remember I called everybody. I was like, I called Alexis. She said yes. I called Tori Mullins. She said yes. You know, and initially, but then she, you know, she moved from competing to doing media stuff. And then, like, it just kind of snowballed. Yeah. And then once we got our, our lineup of players and everybody was in. Yeah. Then we went to the Golf Channel and said, hey, we got this idea. And, and at that time, we had designed most of the stuff. We were like, look, we're doing this thing in the National Mall, celebration of diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. You know, we got these, you know, essentially your marquee long drivers. Do you think it's something that you guys would be interested in covering? And then they said yes. And then, like, you know, and then it just kept going and kept going. And, and so, so that ask was unrelated to the gentleman that, that, that responded to your email? Yeah, because he had left at that time. Okay. So he, he, he was, a, he, like, like he was they, they had a series of layoffs, and he yeah. was one of them, unfortunately. Oh, wow. And luckily, I caught him right before he was out the door. Oh, wow. And that's, I think, that's also why he was Sounds so, like a lot of good timing was going on. 100%. Like, this wouldn't have happened without COVID, right? Mm-hmm. This wouldn't have happened if, like, the work, like, long drive was out at, like, kind of dormant. What, so was it on purpose that you put it together so fast? No, it was so. So it was. It was Lawrence. Lawrence had an opportunity with some XX budget to like. Hey, let's see if we can do this. Got it. Oh, okay. you know, because again, like you know, this but, budget might expire this yeah, year. Yeah, so right, 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 right. Use it. Yeah, let's use it. Like, do you think like let's just let's just use this thing and yeah. and and then and then like uh, I hundred percent if if it, we weren't in COVID, Golf Channel wouldn't have said yes. I w- Andrew wouldn't have been so forthcoming about the World Long Drive Tour because they would have been in yeah. business. They're not going to open it up to another competitor. Yeah, yeah. All the competitors would have been busy. 
National Park Service would have been like, no, we're not letting you guys use our land to, to right. do this. But it was dormant, you know yeah. what I mean? And so, like, all that stuff kind of snowballed and came together. So, the, yeah, the, and so the land you got, so it's the it's West Potomac Park. Mm-hmm. It's the old polo fields. Yep. Um, they, uh, how did they, yeah, why was that spot chosen? Aside from the, the I mean, there's, there's a lot of space there. Although, if you get leaky, I, when I got down there, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, I forget, I guess it's Ohio Drive right there, right along the water. I was like, man, if one of, one of my slices might hit one of those cars. <laughs> oh, it was close. It was close. Some of those guys, like, you know, were definitely pushing it left. We actually had to, like, uh, if, if people hit, like, a really aggressive draw, mm-hmm. borderline hook, it actually was taking, like, could hit people on the left-hand side by the FDR Memorial. Oh, right, right, so right. We, so we had that's to, right on the other side of the street. That's on the other side of the street. So we had to tell, like, we had to tell people, like, please, like, walk fast if you're, <laughs> if you're like, coming along this oh, way. But the reason why we chose that land is because there was already a precedent with the Landmark Festival. Oh, that's where the festival was. That's okay. where the festival was. So they already knew that, like, that was something that they it's would be, is an option for it. And so, uh, uh, yeah, so, so that, 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 that was, that was why we, why we chose that space. I'm certainly excited to see how that all plays in, on TV. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and we're doing the edits right now. And I mean, it, it, it looks pretty cool. I mean, the best part is, I mean, you, you were there, uh, the front view of them swinging, we strategically placed a tee box. So the Washington Monument is, yeah. over the trees you know yeah. what i mean yeah, like yeah. It, it's it's a it's, it's a you know just a unique setting to do something like that you know i love it yeah um and so then going back to so you, you got maurice you got alexis you start putting together the the roster uh-huh um you got locally you got josh jackson yep. who who, uh, who i'm going to talk to for this show um i mean you, you put together a, a night you know tim burke uh, chris hall yep um, you know some some studs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Cassandra so, Myers, who Cassandra. you know, uh, and, and Mary Driscoll, and uh, and then the the outlier was was Shasta Everhart, right? She was she's an LPGA player, yeah. but she and I uh, tried to work together in the past for the My Brother's Birdies charity golf event. Okay, uh, we weren't able to get the schedules in line, but when Troy Troy actually had hurt her shoulder, mm-hmm. so that's why she wasn't. I was, I was going to ask that when you said she transitioned to media I was like yeah. I thought well, it, was, it was injury related yeah it was injury related she hasn't retired from long drive no no yeah. she hasn't retired from long drive well you know I mean I think that you know what, what everybody's going to see when they see the airing of the capital long drive is like you know she's a star right yeah. like you know she pops on camera I mean it's kind of yeah. that's kind of where her career probably is going you know Sure. Um, but uh, uh, she wasn't able to compete, and so then you know we, I, I knew Shasta. You know, she again we wanted to celebrate the diversity inclusion in the game, mm-hmm. right? Um, she was somebody who was on the East Coast, right? Because yeah. we didn't want to you know spend a bunch of money to travel somebody you know yeah. fly them here, and uh, and you know she said yes, and it kind of just like lined up right. And when she when she first came onto the LPGA, she was she was one of the one of the first African American women to be on the LPGA yeah. in quite some time, right? Right? Like right, in right. well over ten years. At the time, when yeah, was, and it was, I think it was like 2013. It was yeah. it was quite a, quite some time, but but one of the things like you know I, I I gave a speech to everybody before the event. And it was like I had thanked everybody for for saying yes to the why, right? And like that was the big part of this is um, the why we were doing it was again like I said the celebration of diversity and inclusion, right? Sure. You were there. In the, were you there in the morning when you saw the kids? I got, I got to the back. You got to the, the, yeah. yeah yeah. But the opportunity. Again, what my, the mission I wanted to do with my brother's birdies is like give an exposure opportunity for young kids, right? Mm-hmm. And so, who knows one of those kids who might have like had opportunity to hit balls with Troy Mullins? Yeah, like that's a you know that's a that could be a life changing opportunity. I don't know, but you yeah. just want to facilitate the opportunity, right? Sure, sure. You know? 
Um, and so, like, everybody said yes to the why, and that's kind of how this thing snowballed. But it's still, I mean, there's still quite a production. I mean, you've got to get golf tail involved. You've got to get, you know, you've got eight competitors plus Troy yeah. from various parts of the country. And Chick Hernandez. And Chick Hernandez. <laughs> he's, he's at least local. Yeah, Chick's yeah, local. Yeah, 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 he just yeah, has yeah. to hop in the metro or yeah. hop in his, hop yeah. in his car. But, yeah. um, you know, you got to get all those, those folks here. You know, you still got, I'd imagine you got to get a pretty significant budget to make this happen. Right? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. that come from events DC? Did you have to raise money? or? So, so yes, I mean... Um, uh, uh, VCC was our was our major sponsor, right? They were the financial backing for the event. Uh, yeah. We did have some additional financial sponsorships from Lexus, from TaylorMade, nice. from Volvic, from Power T, um, and, and you know that that yeah. you know that was added some added some additional revenue to the event. Yeah. Uh, but VCC was our primary uh, event. So you're gonna get two airings on the Golf Channel. Yeah. It's half an hour. Uh, hour. Oh, it's an hour. Yeah, oh, our nice. program. Our program. Forty-two minutes of content we're editing down right now, and it, is, cool. it is edited for the fireside chat we had in the morning. Oh, right. Yeah. And then the competition. Right. Uh, so it's actually, it actually turning out to look pretty cool. Um, fireside chat. I, I didn't. I didn't really hear much of it. I was taking some pictures, but it was pretty cool with the, the Washington Monument backdrop. Right on number nine on the white course. Yeah. Over there. Um, so that'll, that'll be. And that was moderated by Chick, right? Yeah, it was yeah. moderated by Chick. Yeah. Um, who, who was that, whose idea was that to you know once once you realized Troy maybe was was hurt and she and she might be the host like how did that come together having Chick and Troy kind of be co-hosts? Well, well, I, I formed a relationship with Troy's manager through this right like and we negotiated to Troy's appearance right the, the whole time right <laughs> like I mean it was it was a negotiation but through that we had formed a relationship yeah. and 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 again like I knew where you know he disclosed where Troy's career is kind of going on the yeah. media side it was like well let, let's let her, you know, let's put her in a place where she could be the host. Yeah. Chick played at, you know, the charity golf tournament at, you know, the, the Myers Brothers Birdies charity home. golf event. I was fortunate, I played with him a few times, right? Okay. And, you know, Chick Hernandez is, is legend here in D.C. <laughs> sure, absolutely. And so, uh, so he was an easy ax on that front, um, but, but uh, uh, that, that's how all that, all that came together. Got it. Uh, Got was, it. You know, trying to find the right combination on that. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great lineup. Uh, it was fun to see those big hitters up close like that. It was really cool. Excited to see it. Uh, I, I'd be remiss for asking, only because a couple people had even asked me about it, um, was there, and, and, and this is not to take away from anything from this lineup, because the lineup is, is dynamite, but, but there is kind of a, a local guy, Kyle Berkshire. Yeah. Did, was, was he contacted? I'm just curious. No, he was. He was. Um, you know, it didn't fit for him. I'll say that. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. Maybe, yeah. maybe there'll be future opportunities for. Listen, I, we we would want to like. I mean, he's sure. he's a champion, you know, yeah. and 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 he he does you know have local roots here. I mean, yeah. he he was somebody we definitely like. He was going to be the focal point of it. Sure. But it just didn't line up right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Un yeah. Un under understood. Yeah. Um. So we were chatting here before we kind of hopped on. So you you maybe have some 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 plans to you know. What's next? I guess my, my question is, what's next for the Capital Long Drive Classic? Well, uh, you know, Event CC has, um, you know, right now is committed to, you know, making this an annual event. And, mm -hmm. you know, the goal is in the, hopefully a post-COVID world. Get some that, fans? That we can do some fans and, nice. you know, really build it out and make a weekend of it to, to, to raise some, you know, some good money on it. Um, uh, uh, that, that's the plan. And, and maybe moving it actually, like, on the mall area, you know what I mean, as yep. this thing gets bigger. Um, but there's also some opportunities to, you know, do this same similar concept of producing long drive events 
and unconventional spaces and places, right? And like, I mean, I think that was the one of the reasons why the not the golf channel was like, sure, we'll give this a shot, right? Like, mm-hmm. you check into a lot of boxes here. Yeah, you bring it back, long drive. We need yeah. content. This is I'm interested because you're yeah. saying you're doing this at a national mall. Let's see what that looks like. Yeah, and you know, you're talking about DNI, right? Diversity and inclusion, right? Like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of boxes for them to check. So, like, you know there's an opportunity as we are still like trying to navigate this COVID space of doing this in, in different markets and making it more of a TV program. And so my hypothesis in this is like long drive as a sport, this isn't that interesting, right? But long drive as an entertainment uh, uh, program, like combining you, the two, combining the two, sure. right? You can do something, right? It's kind of like Steph Curry's Holy Moly, right? Like right. and doing it in more unique spaces, and doing and, it in more unique spaces, right? And so, uh, you know, we're having some pretty advanced conversations right now, and, and figuring out what that looks like, and you know, potential lease sponsors that will, you know, give us the financial backing to do this in different cities. Interesting, uh, I, lo- I love it. Have you has there is there much talk? Have you heard from either the contestants or, or your contacts at the Golf Channel about anyone? trying to bring back their version or purchasing what they had? Uh, so it looks like um, there, there are a number of different uh, long drive events like or the organization. I was actually on a conference call on Monday with uh, the uh, like Professional Long Drive Association. Yeah. And like, I mean, they're still doing events, yeah. you know. Um, you know, I think that, again, they're kind of staying true to like the old format of it. Sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think if there's, a, there's adding color figuratively and literally like opens another dimension to it you know mm-hmm. i think that you know introducing like professional athletes who are amazing golfers and yeah. and who you know play who play the sport and putting them in a long drive setting is cool again like i love it it's it's, it's see how far charles barkley can yeah let's see how like, let's see how far you can do it right i mean but there's all kind of guys right there's you know reggie bush right there's sure. you know these guys who are let's see lebron versus dj metcalf right? yeah right 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 Let, let's see like and, and imagine like if you know look if, if they worked with a professional long driver and got the technique like all they gotta do is i play with Derek darkity uh he used to play with the skins sure last week and like when he catches one it's like you know holy shit like how do you hit the ball that far right it's just like <laughs> athletes are athletes, athletes there, are athletes, like, right? there was a viral video i think mike trout showed up to a to a yeah, top right, golf right right right, right. Like, whoa did that stay in the building mm-hmm. um so you get guys like that like yeah i mean they could translate you know with their with their like athletic ability yeah uh and teach them the sport you know totally yeah interesting yeah um, and, and then part of that is also and we're looking at our ways to to scale my brother's birdies, right? And to be able to take this into different markets and really grow what we're doing. Yeah. And, you know, as a nonprofit, I always believe that, you know, you gotta have a revenue driver yep. that helps you achieve your mission. Sure. And so like these two things go hand in hand, the long drive stuff and the what we do with my brother's birdies. Got it. So so going forward, this is gonna be the plan is this will be an annual event here in DC. Yep. Regardless of, yeah. of, of everything else. Yeah. Uh, hopefully with some fans. You're you're uh, charity golf event at Avenel is also hopefully a, an annual event. Right now, we're we're slated for the Monday before Fourth uh, of July weekend. That's the kind of space that we have booked out. So what is that? I think that's like June 29th or something yeah. like that. Is that year. something that you know the public can get involved with? But by, by if they want to get you know pay you know donate yeah, donate to charity and, yeah, yeah, and put yeah. a put a put a foursome together. Something yeah, like that? absolutely, absolutely. And, and and we'll announce that in April. You know, part of part of right now we got to figure out is ideally, you know. Part of the feedback we got from the athletes was like, we packed a lot in one day. Mm-hmm. Last time is like, well, if we can spread it out, so maybe yeah. do like the long drive on a Saturday, the yeah. charity component on a Sunday, and then do a charity golf tournament on a Monday, right? Yeah. Like that's a way to 
sure. you know, in, into like pack a light into a weekend, you know. That'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations, man. This is this is pretty impressive that that all came together in such a short time frame. Yeah. And now here we are. It's going to be on on Golf Channel on the seventeenth and is it Christmas Eve, the twenty fourth. Uh, the seventeenth at eleven a.m. Okay. Two, Thursday, uh, December seventeenth at eleven a.m. and Sunday, uh, December twentieth. That's twentieth. I, I was at, off at, by at, days. at five p.m. Five p.m. Sunday, December twentieth. Yep. But the premiere is the 17th at, at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Yeah, got it. Uh, yep. That's cool. Uh, what? I say a couple more quick questions, unrelated. So, you know, at the end of a lot of these conversations, I kind of bring it back to golf here locally. You, you, you much of a golfer yourself? I play two, three times a week now. Two or three times a yeah. week. I mean, so, so part of the reason why I became an addict, right? Like, mm-hmm. and and I was done like passion and purpose. So, like I told you before, my background, I was in the wine industry. Mm-hmm. I'm a psalm, right? Mm-hmm. And then. I wanted to do an event experience and I create a wine and music festival, right? Wow. And and so like I love golf and yeah. you know one of the ways to pay for your lifestyle sure. is to do business in it, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm sure that's why you yeah. have like a podcast or sure, something like that, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Try to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's cool. Where where do you uh, do you have any places you play in particular? Or? So I play in a Sunday skins game with a bunch of like older older guys, old heads uh, every Sunday. Um, uh, we do, you know, with all the Maryland nines, right? The top okay. Maryland nines. Sure. I mean, we'll go out to Stonewall and Raspberry Falls, sure. down to Queenstown, you know, yeah. you know. Sure. But, but, but we play pretty much all the top tracks yeah. in the area. Love it. It's yeah. fantastic. And you're a, you're a local guy. I think you told me when we first met, uh, you went to St. John's? You went to St. John's, yeah. WCAC. Yeah, WCAC. Uh, nice. all, uh, 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 city, well, we, we lost to Spingon in the city title game, but we were the WCAC champs in 2000. Hoops, yeah. Are you on the, were you on the hoops team? Oh yeah, no, I played basketball in college and everything. Oh yeah, where yeah, are you playing college? Uh, Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, so, th- so then this was you. You weren't there when like Chris Wright was playing, were you? Chris Wright was uh, two thousand. So when I graduated, I, I was a JV uh, co head coach. Okay. Right after my like I graduated two thousand five from college two thousand six. Chris okay. would have been a junior that year, so so he, okay. he was he was right after. Yeah. Oh, that, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, WCAC, yeah. man. That's some, that's some serious competition. Oh, man. Oh, man. People don't understand, man. <laughs> Growing up playing D.C. basketball, like high school basketball, oh, yeah. I mean, you were playing in college environments, you know, oh, yeah. every week. Yeah, I mean, I, I played high school ball in, in Montgomery County, but in the, in the in the summer leagues in particular, you know, we came down and played in Jell-O, played yeah, civil right. friends, and, and we, get, we got to see a lot of that WCAC competition and just the city competition. And, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. legit. Yeah, I mean, when you think about like um, my first game I ever started was a sophomore against Amatha, and it was Joe Forte and Keith Bogan. Sure. And Forte gave me like thirty six. It's and not it a bad like, backcourt. Oh my god! I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We actually had, I had my assistant coach in, in high school ball. I'm a little bit older than you. I, I played in the uh, high school ball in the early nineties, and uh, but was the St. John's guy who played at Wake Forest. Uh, 6'11", Justin Ellis. Oh, Justin Ellis. Yeah, Coach Ellis. Coach yeah, Ellis was, yeah. was my assistant coach in high school. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, coach I, lo- Ellis. I love Justin. Yes, yeah. yes. Coach Ellis. Yeah. yeah he, 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 w- he was assistant coach when I was a freshman. Yeah. At St. John's. At St. John's. Really? He, I don't know. So he, this would have been like 94, 95. Oh, wow. He, I don't know how he got, but I went, to, I went to high school at Walter Johnson. Okay. In Bethesda. And yeah, he was, he was on our bench. He was great. I loved him. Yeah. I actually, when I was looking up you... Somehow, somehow his name popped up on like a Google search or something. I was like, "Oh shit, Coach Ellis!" Ellis. I, I, I hadn't, heard, I hadn't thought of the name a while, so I had to make sure. I brought yeah, him up. yeah. I had to talk about him for a while. Great guy, though. Great guy. Oh, tremendous guy. Yeah, tremendous guy. Yeah, yeah. 
um, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. And you play ball at Gettysburg. Yeah. Uh, wow. So you got some game. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna invite you out to my regular game. Then you probably. <laughs> well, we talked to Greg. Greg O'Dell. We we are part of. Uh, we play 5:45 in the mornings at Gonzaga High School. Oh wow. So we have a we have a, good a, a, a good, good pickup run of like you know professional good professional league. Yeah. But everybody played you know college basketball <clears> somewhere. And, and when you talk to him, I mean he's a hell of a hooper. I will. I'll, I'll bring that up. Yeah. We, that's one of the things I miss with, during the pandemic. Is yeah, we've we got a gym. Uh, it's a junior high school gym. We rent out uh, out in Annandale. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, we had every every Tuesday night. We we played late. We we I think we we we, tip, we were from nine p.m. to ten fifteen p.m. Oh, Tuesday wow. nights. So, how do you go to bed after that? <laughs> you don't. You don't. You get a couple beers. Yeah. And, you, know, you put down another thousand calories, and, right. and you go to bed at two two a.m. Right. But um, but man, I miss it. So we have, we haven't played because all indoors. And we and you know we would get fifteen guys out there every week. Yeah. And yeah, we haven't played since March. So I miss it's, it. It's 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 that is the. You know, obviously the pandemic has thrown a wrench in a lot of our, our lifestyle and stuff, but that probably is, I know it's frivolous, but that's one of the hardest things to like lose. Cause it was like, it was your yeah. exercise, it was your, your, sure. your brother, like your brotherhood, yeah. the guys that you would see all the time. And showing up in my waistline. Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. And it was just like you, like that was, you, you were able to escape for a little while, yeah, you know? Totally. And like, oh so, I, so I miss it, you know, that's the one thing I, I want to have back so bad yeah. is being able to play basketball. For sure. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, golf. Luckily, I just doubled and tripled down on how much golf I was playing. That's right. Over this time. That's right. I think yeah. a lot of people. It's tough to get a tee time around here. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, this has been great. Uh, congratulations again on the success uh, of the event, and I wish you future success with my my brother's birdies. I'll be following along, and and maybe I'll see you out there at uh, at Avenel. Yeah, for June. sure. For sure. Awesome. Thanks, Alex. Congrats. Appreciate Good it. Good to meet you. Yeah. Greg O'Dell, CEO of Events DC. Welcome. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well, and thanks for having me. Absolutely. It, it, it's my pleasure. So as, as I just mentioned before we started taping, uh, I got to sit down with Justin Harrison, the, the founder of My Brother's Birdies, uh, who Events DC partnered with on the event that we're here to talk about, which is the Capital Long Drive Classic. Uh, I, I'd love to hear kind of how that partnership came about and just kind of talk to us about how the, old, how the whole event came about. Sure. Yeah. Well, first I'll say, um, I'll fully disclose Justin's a great friend, uh, as well. So I'm happy that we had an opportunity to actually work together. Um, but you know, we have been all devastated by this pandemic and, you know, obviously in our business, whether it's sports, entertainment or hospitality, uh, we've probably been the most affected. Um, and so, you know, we had to think creatively about how we could continue to be viable and create some, um, some meaningful experiences. And so, we had a great chance to, to work with Justin and his team, um, but we really had an event where, you know, we could adhere to the guidelines, but also have, you know, we are the sports capital of the world as we, we like to think of ourselves as. And so I'm a golf nut. So it was a great, great opportunity. We had a chance to do this. And so, um, but most importantly, we did it in a very safe environment, though I think it's also kind of in keeping with our mission about bringing some sports and some compelling experiences to Washington, D.C. Absolutely. Um, so I want to get to that in a minute. You just kind of touched on it, that you're a golf nut. We'll, we'll come right. back to that in a minute. For the folks that are, are only listening to this on, in podcast format, okay. um, Greg and I are wearing matching Travis Matthew uh, uh, quarter, quarter zips. <laughs> not right. planned. Not planned at all. <laughs> not, not, not planned. Um, I am curious. So I'm curious about a bunch of things. Justin did tell us a little bit about how the, how the venue came about because it's unique. I mean, there's three golf courses in D.C., but, but it was held at West Potomac Park. Were you, were you kind of involved in, in, in how that came to be? 
I wasn't personally, Justin certainly wasn't our, and our team did. And obviously, you know, we've had a great partnership um, with the National Park Service um, and leveraging kind of uh, those amazing assets. And let's face it, like they're, you know, they're unique to Washington, D.C. So any chance we get, so it was an incredible backdrop. Um, and even, even I will say exceeded the expectations that I had when you get down there and you saw this amazing venue and then you saw these incredible athletes kind of hitting into distances you could barely see with the monuments in the background and like it was phenomenal and, and exceeded any expectation that I had. Yeah, no, it, it was really cool to see there in person. I, and I'm excited to uh, see how it comes out and how, how it plays out on TV on the golf channel uh, here, here, here soon. Uh, I am curious. So, so events DC for, for those that don't know, um, you know, why don't you give us a, a quick, some of the venues that, that events DC oversees. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So we are the Convention and Sports Authority for Washington, D.C. And so on the sports side uh, in particular, you know, we own uh, the national stadium. And so we had the pleasure of, of building that stadium for our uh, World Series champion nationals. Um, but we also um, have RFK Stadium and I, you know, I can go on and on about the rich history there. But it's also obviously an opportunity now for us to reimagine that campus. Uh, we just built the new entertainment and sports arena, which actually has the, the training facility for the Washington Wizards, um, but also has uh, the home of the Mystics and the Capital City Go-Go, as, as well as lots of other great event programming. Um, world, world champion Mystics. World champion Mystics. Thank <laughs> you for that as well. Um, so, you know, so from a venue perspective, we, we obviously even have the convention center, which I would note we just hosted a, a great basketball bubble um, for college uh, teams there as well. But I say that the addition to just the incredible venues, you know, our job very much is also to promote and bring sports activities. And so we're working on great events such as like the World Cup uh, for 2026 and other things. And so we, we very much see the value in having sports attract, you know, visitors to our city and drive economic impact for the city. So as so I, I've read uh, quite a bit of, of your background as, okay. as far as um, how the Washington sports, Washington sports entertainment merged with the convention center and you, and you led both those organizations and now you lead, uh, events DC, which, which, which kind of oversees all of this has, is, is this the first kind of golf centric event that, that events DC has been a part of? You know, that's a good question. I guess uh, it is. I will say we've, we've probably sponsored, um, other events that have been in the region and helped support. Um, and we certainly, for, for the activities that have been focused on um, kind of redeveloping the three golf courses, we've been uh, supportive of that initiative. But I will say this probably is the first event that we've actually done. So um, you actually are the first to, to, to call us out, but, but hopefully not the last. So, but yeah, this is probably the first one that's been very golf focused and, and uh, we've led. And so as I understand, so, so this was the, the first, hopefully inaugural Capital Long Drive yes. Classic? For sure. Yeah. I, you know, despite the fact that it was a great event that was obviously limited um, fans, you know, I think this is the first of many, as, as you know better than me, there's there's a, you know, incredible golf community here in this region. And so I had friends who frankly said, hey, I would love to, to, to come to the event or come to the event. And I was like, yeah, you can't. <laughs> but next year, we hope that, that um, this will be open to as many fans as we, we can accommodate. Justin had, had kind of touched on that. I, uh, you know, I, I know he has, uh, sounds like multiple friends within events DC, but obviously with 
the pandemic and everything that's going on in 2020, I imagine, I mean, events is in the title. A lot of the, uh, I would imagine a lot of your events had to be either canceled or postponed, which may have opened up some budget for an event like this. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, the, the severity of the, of the revenue that um, the impact of, of the revenue loss was quite severe, but, you know, we felt like we did need to make some investments in some events to not only to create some opportunities for at least some fans to enjoy, whether it's, again, a made-for-TV event or even some, some streaming capabilities that, that we now have uh, in-house as well. But uh, I think it will be, um, we think this is the start of a great relationship and great event programming. And I think, look, golf is very important to, um, to the city. It's important that we expose young children to, to golf as well. So that was also an added benefit, despite the fact that we had limited fans. As you know, we also um, had the opportunity to have a, a camp uh, or a clinic for kids as well. Yeah, I, I got a chance to, I, I kind of caught the back half of that, but I got to see it over at East Potomac Park, which, which was great. Uh, a lot of kids out there, all the competitors were kind of giving them ad hoc lessons on, on the spot. Um, but so coming back to, you touched on, you're a golf nut yourself. Yeah. Um, and I saw you, you, you live in the city. Have, do you uh, do you have any relationship at all with like National Links Trust? Have you you've been following? I imagine that that whole story. Yeah. So we, yeah, we we've worked um, closely um, all throughout the bid process with them and some other partners that that helped. And and I think you know in whatever formal or informal way we're going to support that effort because um, we think it's important to to support golf. But they've been great partners. You know, they've they've uh, kudos to them for getting that proposal done and and winning that work. And we will very much be a, a part of uh, what we think is the revitalization of those golf courses. So we're happy to support them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and speaking of that, one of their golf courses, um, Langston, which one, one, there's so many different reasons to love Langston. I've been playing it for years and years and years. But one of my favorite things is coming down 18 and even looking back at one, you see RFK back there. Oh, yes. You know, RFK, which is an institution. I got a whole bunch of pictures, which is kind of over, over, the, over the 18th green. And you got the Metro coming by. Um, but events DC, uh, you, you signed on there that, that RFK next year is coming down. Yes. You know, we, um, and I'm glad you, you mentioned that not only obviously, um, for our efforts to revitalize that campus, but I, we do think, and I, I think we even thought about our involvement, not only to support golf, but also that area around Langston really is an opportunity to help kind of revitalize and, and redevelop that entire area. And there's, you know, there's a lot of rich history there that people don't know about. There's a wonderful communities that live in and around RFK that would benefit from not only hopefully the, the efforts that we're going to have to redevelop that campus, but also when those campuses, or excuse me, those golf courses, particularly Langston, is redeveloped, it's going to be really great for that community. Yeah, I actually, it's it funny, my, my, my family and myself, uh, ironically, on Masters Sunday, we were over in, in RFK parking lots driving through looking at dinosaurs. I don't, I don't oh, know. Cool. I, don't, I don't know if events DC was part of that, but there was absolutely a, During <laughs> Jurassic quest. It was a great event that we, uh, and we, it was remarkable. We, we nearly sold out on several days. We had 250 cars come through on every hour. It was, oh, it, was it was packed. I had, I had, I had my, my son, my two nephews in the car. They were sticking their heads out of the sunroof. And I had, I was streaming the masters on my, on my phone <laughs> on, the, on the dashboard. Um, but so my, my, my one more question on that is, so I imagine the, the, the future of that campus and, and how it gets to be all the different uh, amenities for the community is very much still in flux and, 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 and presentations and, and, and the, the plans are, are to come. 
It is, you know, we obviously the, the you know, big question is about um, to be a stadium or not to be a stadium. And so what we try to do is really bifurcate a long-term planning process from what we think are some short-term redevelopment um, plans that we could put in place. And so what you may have also seen at campus is that we implemented and built three um, kind of multi-purpose fields. And so it's been great for the community to play all types of sports and league play. Obviously that's been impacted a little bit by, by COVID, but we have tons of, of play um, over there in that campus. And so some of the other short-term components we're looking at a sports entertainment complex um, on that campus as well. Um, we're looking at if we do raise that stadium, then we would like to have a memorial um, in honor of that of the late great center. Um, and then also probably not as sexy as the other ones, but we need like a market hall or something. Food, there's a dearth of, of food options in that community. So we think that would also help and have great synergies with um, some of those other programming elements I mentioned. And then last but not least, it's a 190 acre site we've got to connect better to those communities. So we may have you know, some network of, of uh, pedestrian bridges that connect to some of those um, communities around us. And so regardless of whether a stadium happens or not, we think that those are um, you know, certainly amenities that the community would benefit from. We spent three years you know, working with the community to come up with some concepts that we think that they, they would benefit from. And so we we're happy to say that um, the fields was the first out of the gate and, and it's been well received. Yeah, I actually just noticed those fields for the first time when I, when I went down there. But and 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 it's it is a massive campus. We have DC Armory, the old DC General Hospital, and it's just it's kind of kind of sprawling. Mm -hmm. um, so I so so it, it's it's great that you know the leader of events DC is is not only a sports nut uh, but a, but a golf nut. Um, yeah. Also, Justin mentioned that you got you got quite some hoops game, and <laughs> and so I, I I threw your name in in the, in the Google machine this morning and saw. You're the third, you're the third leading scorer in Wofford for the Wofford Terriers, Division One Southern Conference in their history, and you're in their Hall of Fame. So you you got some serious game. I I appreciate that. Uh, what, what, you, what you may not have read is I also had the most shot attempts, and so I wasn't that shy <laughs> of shooting. But but thank you. And I I uh, you know golf was important because I can't play basketball forever, so I I still try. Um, COVID has had a, a dent on that, but. You know, I, I honestly, I actually, um, I'm really, I probably started playing golf in my late 20s. And frankly, I wish I'd played sooner. Like I, I love the game of golf, um, you know, the challenges individually, but also no courses, no courses the same. You know, you get to just see these amazing courses and challenge yourself. And so, and you can play with, with anybody, right? So I, I love the fact that I could play with my my father, I could play with my younger brother. Like it, it's just something I've enjoyed, and now I can play, you know, for the rest of my life. So um, frustrating game, as you know, but um, oh, yeah. but it's uh, and it's something that I've I really taken a, a liking to, and I, I play every chance I get. Excellent. Do you have a regular foursome or or, or a larger club or? I do. You know, I was a member of a club in the area, and I decided just this summer that um, that I would leave that club um, for for various reasons, but. But I play with a group of uh, you know four guys that we we typically play probably extended group. We talk a lot of trash, obviously. Um, so that that's uh, as you know that's that's half the battle right there. But but it's something I really enjoy. My my game has suffered. I can't blame it all on COVID. But for whatever reason, I feel like my my handicap has has grown exponentially. But hopefully, I'll, I'll get out of this funk. Uh, that that that's cool. So what last question here before before I let you go? Right. You know, being being a hoops guy. 
uh, and any take? What are your thoughts on the uh, the John Wall Russell Westbrook trade? Yeah, so let me be uh, politically correct. So I, you know, I think John Wall has done a great job. You know, he and he's been great for this city. I think I read an article the other day that really not only talked about his basketball capabilities, but you know, he arguably was probably one of the first, you know, draft true number one draft picks we've had in a long time. And so I think um, you know the community embraced him. Having said that, you know, it's probably a, a good move for a change of scenery for for everybody involved. And so I think you know Westbrook plays hard. Um, it's, uh, you know, I, I've always liked him personally as a player. I think it's, it's going to be great, not only for just the play on the court, but off the court as well. I, I think it'll bring a different mentality to that team. And so, you know, we're, we're obviously great partners with Monumental Sports. I'm a big fan of theirs. So I, I'm hopeful that it'll, it'll bear fruit and I'm optimistic. So I, I support it and love it and can't wait to see it. I think there's a general interest again about, about what's going to happen with this team. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that that's kind of how most people feel. Kind of, kind of mixed emotions. A lot of people really like John Wall a lot. The, the, the team might be might be better now, yeah. uh, but a lot of people really like John Wall. I, I bought season tickets literally a few weeks after they drafted John Wall back in 2010, and, oh, and, wow. I, and have been a season ticket holder ever since. Cool. Uh, so I, I was all in on John Wall, and I'll miss him. But but Russell Westbrook, yeah. he's got an MVP. He's got a heck of a resume. Yeah. Um. So that that that's really cool. Well, listen, I won't take up any of your time. It, this is, I, I'm really, I was really excited to get down to the Capital Long Drive Classic. Uh, I think it's a great add to, to the DC kind of golf scene, especially if this becomes a, an annual event with fans. Yeah. And, uh, and certainly can't wait to see it on the Golf Channel on the 17th and the 20th. Cool. No, um, well, thanks for, for giving us the time and, and certainly shining light on the event. And uh, maybe uh, we're both wearing a gear. Maybe we'll get a chance to play sometime. <laughs> Absolutely, that'd be great. Uh, thank you very much, Greg. Thanks, I appreciate that. All right, we're out here at uh, Twin Lakes Golf Course in Clifton, right? Clifton, yep. Virginia, with Josh Jackson. Yep. How, How are you, man? Hey, good, man. Thanks for having uh, me. On. I know we've been trying. We've been trying to put this together for a little while. You were one of the first people I reached out to when I started yeah. this podcast. <laughs> I'm glad that we're we're able to to finally make it work. And and kind of what prompted this is uh, the Capital Long Drive Classic. Congratulations, man. It's, it was a cool event. I'm excited to see you uh, hit some. I, I saw you in person, yeah, but now yeah. I get to see you on TV. That's yeah, cool. no, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about seeing it also. It's, it, was, it was a great event, and I suggest that everyone watches it because it's definitely, like, before it's time. So. so we were just chatting. So this is, you're relatively new to Long Drive. Your rookie season was 2019. Yeah. And so this is essentially your your coming out party on tv is that fair to say yeah yeah no, I'm, I'm i'm super excited I'm, I'm pretty young in the sport so to be able to have like a, you know a tv appearance um especially with everything that's been happening like the last year or so it's nothing but a blessing yeah so so um how did you how did you get into long drive because I, I read a little about you i mean you're not new to golf you played college golf you, yeah. you, you've been playing golf the majority of your life yeah uh but how did you get into long drive uh, i mean long, long story short um Basically, like when I came out of college, I ended up pursuing professional golf. I played in college also, but uh, when I got out of college, um, football wasn't you know working out or anything like that. So I went ahead. I had a, I had another option of a sport to play and uh, try to pursue, and I went ahead and um, started getting into you know professional tournaments or trying to pursue like a professional career in golf. Um, I ended up tearing my patella tendon in like 2014. And that sidelined me for like a long time. So I was already swinging like around like 130 miles an hour. Um, 
before you know, the injury. Yeah, before, and then once my, you know I came back off my injury. Were you putting up that kind of numbers in college? No. That was no, okay. I wasn't even like try. I, I had I had to do football and golf, so like I wasn't. I had to I had to hit certain numbers. I couldn't like push it to the max too much because I mean half the time I was too tired from doing all the football stuff, and they just threw me in a van and <laughs> drove right. me down south about eight hours. So I was just making sure I scored good and everything. I wasn't. I was just hitting irons in the fairway and hitting it on the green. Trying and, to make, you know, trying to make all conference or something like that. And, and you went to school, is it, did I read Kentucky State? Kentucky State University, yes. And, um, yeah, so my, my knee ended up healing up or starting to heal up a lot better than I expected. And my numbers, I mean, I, I started swinging, like, I started hitting, like, 140 um, club head speed every now and then. And I was like, um, all right, maybe I, sh maybe I should just go ahead and, uh, you know, jump into a tournament or two <laughs> and see what happens. Is there a general, like for folks that, I mean, most people watch long drive, you know, throughout the years on Golf Channel, everyone's familiar with it. But what is that, for someone that's trying to get into it, is there like a club head speed you're like, is it 140? Like if I'm, if I'm not above 140, I might as well not do it. Um, I, w I would say 140 yeah. uh, or 135. It, it mainly just depends on like your, your numbers, yeah. uh, meaning like, you know, spin rate, ball speed and all that. Sure. Um, if you're crack, yeah, if you're cracking 200 miles an hour ball speed, you should definitely go ahead and you know <laughs> check, check it out. Yeah, I would say that's like a baseline number. Yeah, for the most part. Um, so that's so what's, what's unusual. You just touched on it going back to college. You're at Kentucky State. There there couldn't have been that many football like cross sport athletes between football and golf. Yeah, I, I I've re I've researched it. I haven't seen anyone else do it. So that'd be cool if someone could like. <laughs> You know, tag tag me in a, a post or something to tell me how many people have done have imagine. done that. Were, were you on scholarship on both? Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. I was at a uh, D two, you know, D two school. Yeah. Um, they thought it was a joke that I was trying to um, try out for the golf team. The the football coach was actually helping out in the spring with the golf team, yeah. and uh, we had a pretty good relationship. I told him I was like, um, "Is it cool if I try out for the golf team?" And they. They let me do it. I guess they were trying to like, you know, make make yeah. fun of me or something by letting me come through, and uh, came out for the trial and ended up being the number two seed for the team for the year. Um, made all conference and um, I think they gave they, they gave me MVP um, for you know both years. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So. And what did you play football? What position? Um, I, I was playing linebacker in college, and then I went into the draft as a fullback. How about that? Went to the NFL draft as a fullback. Yeah. Did you get did get any looks from some NFL teams? Uh yeah, I had I had three tryouts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they ended up not wanting to go with any fullbacks. Sure. That's sure. how the yeah that's how that's how the league is. <laughs> but so yeah. so yeah no I, I, yeah so but you you got some um, some serious uh, athletic uh, genes in, in your family. You're, you're tell us about your father. Oh my my, my father um, he was in the NFL for 14 years. As a as a left tackle, um, Steelers for ten years, Chargers for two years, and Cincinnati for another two years. That was his final two years. But he ended up retiring as a Steeler, so they let they let him come back to Pittsburgh for a day and uh, retire as a Steeler. Did I read that he was he started in Super Bowl thirty blocking for Neil O'Donnell and Cordell Stewart? Yep, yep, I was there. In, you were there. In, yeah. How, in, how old were you? In, in Tempe, uh, Arizona. Um, I think I was. I want to say I was like seven or eight. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was right before we uh, we we um, went over to 
Uh, it was a couple years before we went to San Diego. Yeah. That's, so you play golf in, in high school? Yeah. Yeah, my, uh, my freshman and sophomore year, I was on the golf team. And this so. is at in uh, Southern California? Yeah, in Southern California, Westview High School. Um, they were a pretty new high school, so it, 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 was, it was a great experience, though. So that's, and that's San Diego County? Um, Poway. Poway, okay. Yeah, it was, uh, Poway, it was part of Poway Unified District. Gotcha, so. okay, interesting. Northern San Diego. Yeah. yeah, and so when did you make your way out to the D.C. area, the DMV? Um, I came out here in 2014 for like just sort of a year, a couple okay. months or so. Um, then I ended up moving down to Tampa for about two years. And maybe I get the timeline wrong. Is that 2014? Is that when you said you had the injury? Yeah, yeah, I, okay. I, I, I got injured um, up and uh, I was I was playing basketball, oh, wow. and yeah, just you know went up for a dunk because I already dunked like 30 times. Your body went one way and your knee went the other. No, I was just um, I I stepped down so hard that it just ended up just pulling my oh, wow. tendon right off my shin. Oh wow. So yeah, yeah, but um, no. I, at the at the time, I was still you know training to try to get a trial with a, with a, you know NFL team, okay. and um, yeah, I mean I was I was in great shape, and I, I was I was sort of mad. I'm not gonna lie, because I, I was already running. I was like 225 pounds, and I was running. Um, I was running like a four five, like Damn. a four five six. Oh, yeah, so we're, yeah, I'm getting excited though because I'm I'm starting to, um, my body's starting to get back to that like NFL body. Yeah, and I'm I'm interested to see what numbers I can put up in so the golf gonna, world with my yeah with my NFL body. Basically, you're gonna take those NFL workouts, NFL body, and, and, yeah. and put it towards long drive. Put it towards golf, period. Put it towards golf, period. Yeah, yeah. What do do you you know? Obviously hitting. Hitting bombs, getting getting 140 miles an hour ball speed or uh, uh, um, club head speed, is uh, requires some some serious strength, especially below the waist. Yeah. Um, you know, how else how else do you feel like that kind of like those strength? I mean, you know, working out and, and adding strength on the PJ Tour has been huge for the last 10, 20 years. Yeah. Uh, but you know, how do you how do you see those correlate? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, power when it comes to golf or any type of like rotation starts from the ground up. Yeah. So um, strong legs, explosive legs, that'll help you out, especially if you know how to use it properly. So anything to do with like lower body strength is mainly a plus. Yeah. Did I read, I, I think I read on, on maybe on one of the bios I was reading up on you. Did you, uh, maybe it was before the injury, after the injury, did you essentially add about 17 miles an hour on your- Yeah, that was line? after. Cause when, after when, um, when I first, when I first like, um, started to get my legs up under me because for a long time I couldn't really plant into my left leg at all um, to the point where you know I was only able to hit it probably I would go and like play golf and only be able to hit it like 250 yards yeah but I was like whatever like I'm just happy to be playing golf and happy to be able to swing it right and then like the more and more I started getting like strength back into my left leg that's when my club head speed started just yeah skyrocketing so, <laughs> so for folks listening, like you were already clearly really good at golf. You already had some serious game. I mean, the injury happened, but then essentially later, I don't know if you call it later in your career, but you were able to put that much more um, swing speed. You know, what do, what do you say to someone like like myself? I, I'm a big dude. I'm six foot four. Yeah. My swing speed right now, I just got fitted for a drive the other day. It's I'm almost embarrassed to admit what it is. I mean, it's, it's like one. It's maybe 105. Uh huh. Uh, but what do you, like? How did you add that much club up? Like, what did you do? 
Well, well, first, um, I've been I've been working with John Eisman for uh, like when I like since I started, you know, the long drive, um, you know, my long drive path or career or anything okay. like that. So, technique had a, a a ton of you know things to do with my speed jumps. Um, the strength and everything was definitely like a, you know icing on the cake, and everything just to like um, help me sustain certain speeds. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, you know, when I would get up to them, but no, like technique, you have to learn how to, you have to learn how to swing fast or swing more efficient. Like you have to use, you know, and load certain parts of your body in order to get the amount of speed that you're capable of, of, you know, swinging. So you're at 105 right now, you know, you haven't came to us yet. We can, well, we, we can, we can get John, you. John, the shout out John Isaac. Yeah, he, we, was on, he was on the show, uh, episode three. He's been, he's been, th- you know, he shot me a couple messages. Why don't you come out? Let me get you, let me get you some yeah, lessons. So yeah, like, I, I need to do it. Um, you never know. I mean, you literally can gain five to 10 miles an hour. You know what I'm saying? Just off of, um, learning how to do certain moves and lo- lo- you know, load your body up a little bit better and, uh, just, you know, better technique. Yeah. So of course, like the strength and everything, the strength and everything will help out with, you increasing your ceiling of sure. speed but yeah i mean definitely technique you ha- it's a lot of technique involved when it comes to long drive yeah you can't can't hit it far if you don't have proper technique sure it's more more than strength in my opinion um so you got you 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 really got into long drive in 2019 yeah 20 2018 2018 yeah okay so what was that process? You just said, you, you know what, I think I can compete with some of these guys. Let me let me try it out. Let, did you just sign up for an event? Like, what, how did that go? Uh, I ended up going to an event out in Mesquite okay. um, back in, like, uh, I want to say it was, like, spring or summer of, like, 2018. And um, that's, like, the, I guess that's, like, the world-famous grid right there. And I was yep. like, all right, if I don't crack 400 yards, I don't think I should be in the sport. That was just me. Like, I... I was, that's that's the standard I set for myself. So okay. I went out there and um, you know tried to qualify for the world championships, but um, you know I felt I fell short. But I ended up cracking 400 yards, like I was saying, <laughs> and I was like, all right, I need to change. I need to make a, a bunch of like different changes and everything, so then that way I could. Was that in the competition? You you cracked 400 yards? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, um, so a 400 yard drive didn't get you into the competition, or didn't get you to no, the next I stage. I, I hit 402, and Damn. I think I was short by short of getting to like the one of the final rounds by i want to say like less than 10 yards or so so it wasn't really like yeah i had a bomb that was up the left side but it didn't stay in i think they they told like one of the guys told me it was it was over 420 but yeah (laughs) that was one so that so the 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 event in dc here and we'll get back that one second but yeah that was the first one i've seen in person and i was kind of taken aback by you know, I don't. I don't know if they because they didn't really have an aerial view, at least not that I saw. So I, you know, I'm only used to seeing it on TV. Yeah. But what I'm getting at was it was, it was thinner than I had in my mind. I was like, oh wow, well, I, yeah, I don't I mean, know. that's that's a compa- tight fairway compared to the Capital Long. That's what I enjoyed. That's really <laughs> what I enjoyed about the the Capital Long Drive was that, okay, like we see the landmarks and stuff up the left side, the yep. right side. You know, we see landmarks all around us. Then we have like a grid that's like it's it's tighter than um than than usual. Yeah. So like we had to, you had to actually you know you had to actually play golf a little bit. Sure. And actually get it you know get it in the grid because it would like the mesquite grid is probably I want to say like ten to twenty yards wider on both sides. It feels like. Oh really? Then yeah, the, the mesquite grid is, is huge compared to uh 
Is there a standard width for most of the competitions? I have no idea. Yeah. I, I don't. We'll, I got we'll no idea, but up. I know that, like, yeah, I know. I know that the uh, capital wall driving was a little bit tighter. A little tighter. It's, it no, looked tighter. It was, I, 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 it was fun. Like, yeah. I had, I had a, I had a blast, man. It was, it was awesome. So, so you do the event in Mesquite. You hit the 400 yard. You say, okay, maybe I didn't make this one, but I, you know, I, I think I got what it takes. Yeah. And then, and then what? You just came back, started training. Did you enter a bunch more events, or? Yeah, like um, I ended up doing like. Right around, I think three or four events the next year. Okay. And I put some good, pretty put, put some pretty good numbers up. Yeah. Um, finished fourth place in one of the qualifiers um, nice. out in uh, Memphis, and then I ended up going to a couple more events, you know, qualifiers, and I ended up uh, trying the uh, not trying, but um, I was in the Tennessee shootout event. I, I I got knocked out the first round, but it was a great yeah great experience. So and then we get to 2020. And you know you're just kind of getting started in in this thing, yeah. And yeah. everything's getting kind of shut down. So the Golf Channel owns the the, the biggest is the the World Long Drive Tour, yeah. which was owned by the Golf Channel. That's kind of like the. I mean, is it is it kind of thing where there's like kind of smaller events and smaller tours that aren't involved with that, or is that everything was kind of revolved around that? Uh, for the most part, everything was revolved around, I guess, like the you know the Golf Channel's World Long Drive Tour. Now, which is like really cool, is that you're starting to see a bunch of different, um, you know, a different like long drive events that are like starting to pop up. Yeah, which is cool because, pretty much, you know, with the World Long Drive, um, having you know their their tour, it wasn't really too many. I didn't know of any other yeah. long drive events that were going on so now it's like you see like three or four different type sure. of events and everything it's pretty awesome yeah and, and that was kind of what i was getting at because the, the the for folks that don't know the golf channel essentially shut down the world long drive tour they're trying to sell the sell the the property and trying to figure out wh where it goes next which i imagine leaves this you know this in increase uh, you know it seems like every year it becomes more and more popular the long drive and now essentially there's no there's no home for it at, at least currently yeah, which I imagine makes an event like the Capital Long Drive Classic that much more exciting for competitors to come out and show their stuff. No, definitely they they did a like Justin and those guys did an amazing job. I was I I know that the veterans were impressed with everything, but I was super impressed. Like I, I wish I wish every event <laughs> would be just like that one. That was awesome. So how did how did you get connected with? Did you know Justin and and those guys prior? Or how did they get? No, how, how did you get um, signed up? Well that. They just they they gave me a call. Hey. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. met I met Justin back in August. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Maurice hooked me up with him. Nice. And um, yeah, I mean, that's that. Maurice Allen. Tw who's, Twenty. Who's, yeah. yeah. What, I guess yeah. like what sixty days later. Yeah. Sixty or uh, sixty. Put, or 90 yeah, we, days we later. talk about it in my, in my yeah. conversation with him. He put it together crazy fast. Yeah. Which is that much more impressive. Yeah, he works. Yeah, he they work super fast, and then on top of super fast, like they had everything together on top of it it was it was pretty it was pretty great so i also did notice i got one video of you you, you kind of got i don't know if i don't know if this is a signature move but like after after you hit a bomb you kind of do this kind of thing where you flip the club around and and, and oh, shoot the, at this the, guy the, like the, it's the, a ski the, the, the rocket launcher the, rocket yeah. launcher. the rpg where, yeah. where'd you, is, that, is that your own thing or where'd you come up with that yeah yeah no like i i like i like to have fun man like when i'm out there you know um I look at it as like a video game, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> after like video, like when you play Tiger Woods, like PGA Tour, sure. they would do celebrations and stuff. After, I, I see, I don't, I don't see why not, you know? Okay, you look like you look like going way back. You look like a duck hunter out there. You oh know, yeah, shooting the ball out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so no, that yeah, 
No, it's it's uh, it's it's exciting to uh, get to see this on on Golf Channel next week and, and see how the, how they edit it all together. Yeah, yeah, no, that's and, gonna and be that's gonna, gonna be awesome. Play. Um, but just on some of the promos, I think I think they're going to do an awesome job. Um, so back to here. So the reason we're at Twin Lakes, and you mentioned John Eisman, is now you you gotten into instructing, and you yeah. are. This is we got. A, I don't know if it's on camera. But we got an Eisman Golf Academy sign right behind you. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're working with his team. Yes, yes. I've I've been I've been with him for about a month now. Uh, we're running uh, running two clinics on Saturdays, and you know, people are starting to come out. People are starting to you know want you know lessons and everything and you know they're at they're at the right place especially for what they're looking for yeah people are getting back into golf you know it's 2020 there's not it's a pandemic you know there's, there's a lot of bad in the, going on in the world but you know golf is one of the safer things to do a lot of people are coming back to the sport so they need lessons definitely yeah and uh you know golfers all the golfers <laughs> you know that are starting out everybody hates their driver so right that's what that's what we've been working on you know with a lot of people trying to you know make the game a lot more fun because it's not as fun when you're not hitting you know you're, you're you're not hitting off the tee um you know good or anything like that if you're if you're out of bounds all the time it's gonna be a long like a super long round has, so. John, has john started because john he, he's got uh, a handful of instructors at least three four or five i don't, I don't know but uh, if, if someone fills out a form or something or calls him up and says yeah i really need to get off the tee is he starting to point them in your direction like i, I got a guy Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, think, I think so, but yeah, no, everyone that's on staff, they know every, you know, everyone's really, real, you know, well-rounded. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I would hope so. That'd, that'd be awesome. But <laughs> we'll see. No, we'll yeah, see. John, maybe that's a good idea for you. <laughs> um, so another thing I noticed is, you know, we, get, we got your golf bag back here, um, that logo you got there. What's that about? Well, that's my, um, that's, that's my brand um we you know uh, online um we have I checked out your store. website your website yeah. is what joshjacksongolf.com joshjacksongolf.com yep. all right yeah so we we uh we have shoes we have polos we have you know net gaiters pretty pretty much every little bit of apparel that you know a golfer would need to you know go out and play and um everything's high quality and at a at a good price I love it man you're turning yourself into a brand you've already got um, tons of social media followers. Uh, the videos of you, uh, you crushing the ball, are, are awesome. So yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, excited to, that we got a, uh, a local DMV guy, kind of, um, you know, getting 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 started in the long drive world. I know we, I know there's a couple others, uh, a couple of big names, and you know, from this general area in the world drive, world long drive. But it's good it's good to have another guy just getting started. So it'd be really excited to kind of follow your career in a world long drive tour and not just hitting long long bombs but also as an instructor yeah yeah i appreciate it man yeah yeah it's been a great um all right man well listen it's been, it's been great i'm excited to see the uh, the event on the golf channel it's on december 17th and december 20th yeah. uh so check it out might we might take a little video of josh out driving me by uh, 180 yards here we'll see but <laughs> thanks man i appreciate it yeah thank you all right josh i don't have a good golf game but I don't really care. I'm a, I'm a regular dude living in D.C., and I want to know about D.C.-centric golf stuff. If you can tell me something that I don't already know, then that is great for me. I don't want the regular stuff. I want exciting stuff. I want different stuff. I want stuff I can't hear elsewhere. But I want it to be about D.C. golf.